Welcome to the Honor Your Aura podcast, a podcast devoted to learning about, caring for, and empowering the energy within, with your host, Kema England. Welcome everyone back to the Honor Your Aura podcast. It is clear that we are amidst incredibly challenging times, times in the evolution of our humanity where we are being called to see things as they really are, being called to wake up to that which has been normalized throughout the course of humanity. And forcing us to really look at the shadows of our collective consciousness and the shadows within ourselves and not only look at them but feel them so in that feeling we are feeling the energy of our fellow man and woman and we're feeling our personal responses to the time that we are in, to what we are being shown, to what is being revealed, to what is bubbling up to the surface. We are being forced to look at how we are personally and collectively responsible. Right now, the highlight being on racism and division amongst humanity hierarchy, privilege, and a call to activism. So in this episode, we're going to expand upon what we can do on a personal level for our own personal care and in turn growth. And that in turn influences the energy and the impact on the collective and universal level. We've all been asking, what can I do? I want to be able to create change. And so this episode is not going to have all the answers for you in that regard, but I'm here showing up with my heart to support you in the best way that I can. And in the energy of the Honor Your Aura podcast as the platform and guide. So there are many reasons that I will expand upon as to why I felt compelled to share the energy of femininity at this time. Now, the energy of femininity is multifaceted, but it directly corresponds to our emotional and feeling body. And that is something that we all have. It can be really easy to ignore our feelings, to ignore that which makes us feel uncomfortable especially and to 
avoid that which we don't want to see, that we'd prefer to not acknowledge or bring into our awareness. But now we are in a time where we don't have a choice. And when we tap into the divine feminine that lies within all of us, regardless of the masculine or feminine embodiment that we are in in this lifetime, we are all comprised of masculine and feminine energies. And when we tap into the divine feminine, it can be exceptionally powerful at helping us to navigate the difficult and uncomfortable emotions that are arising. Now, there's also been this energy of activism. And what's been coming through for me is that we stop ourselves because we get to this dead end of feeling like we don't have the power to do anything. We assume that activism means that we have to do more than what our means will allow or more than what we are capable of. And so instead, my invitation for you is to rather than think of it being as more, but think of it as just being acting differently. This is an invitation to act differently and to own the ways that you have been acting in the past as your guide, the ways that you've been taught to act, the ways that you have been mirroring our society as to how it's normal to act. Getting really honest with yourself about that. And in this shift into acting differently, that is a true activism. And my invitation for you is to look at how you are or how you have been treating, speaking to, even judging yourself and others. Furthermore, we're going to explore how you've been navigating and responding to your feelings. That which, which has been rising up within you. How have you been responding? Have you been checking out? Or perhaps you've been feeling fully. Have you been angry? sad, frustrated, fearful, feeling powerless, disturbed. The list goes on. We have a multitude of emotions coursing through us right now. Now we've explored this in previous episodes but it's important to acknowledge that all emotions that we experience are energy and motion, and they all hold their own unique vibrational quality. 
So if you notice when you experience anger, that there's a certain feeling vibration that is created in your body when you are experiencing that emotion. Maybe it's the feeling of fire. Maybe you feel it somewhere particularly in your body. Maybe things get blurry or cloudy. And the way that you experience anger as it moves through you may be different than the way that I experience anger. And then if you look at how you experience sadness, maybe there's a tendency to avoid. Maybe you cry. Maybe you feel it in your throat. Maybe you feel it somewhere else in your body. Maybe it's a bubbling. Maybe it's another sensation or particular quality. Maybe a heaviness. The list goes on with these different energies that represent the emotions that we experience. And especially when they're uncomfortable, they can be more challenging to navigate, to allow ourselves to feel them, to witness them, and to witness them without judgment, yet witness them as a source of learning, a source of growth, and then as a result, a source of transformation. Because all of those emotions are here to teach us something, something about ourselves, something about the world around us, And ultimately, helping to bring us into a deepened relationship to ourselves, which in turn influences all of humanity. Because that which we change, transform, radiate on a personal level affects the whole. Just as the energy that's going on in the whole collective right now is affecting us personally, right? We're having our own personal emotional responses just as much as we're feeling the energy from our fellow man and woman. We're feeling the collective sadness, the collective anger, the collective outrage, the collective fear. So give yourself some time to just feel with how you are personally responding to your feelings and furthermore, the meaning that you're giving to them. Are you honoring them? Are you scared of them? What are your tendencies when you experience difficult emotions? Now, dealing with emotions is likely something that you were taught A lot of times we are raised to not address our emotions, right? To have a a meaning that was given to us about, you know, showing our emotions could be a sign of weakness or that we keep them inside, that we're not going to be considered as strong or powerful if we let our emotions be seen and heard. 
But ultimately, those emotions aren't going anywhere if we don't give them space and room to be felt and processed. Because all emotions that we experience must be digested through our energy body. Just like physical food must be digested going in through our mouth and then moving through our entire body to be exited out through our root, the same goes for our emotions. They do want to move, but they do want to be felt, held, cared for, seen, not judged, not pushed aside. So this is a time to really check in with you and your tendencies. Not only now, but acknowledge what your tendencies have been and how you treat yourself, how you speak to yourself, how you judge yourself on a daily basis. Because that will help to enlighten you as to how you are doing the same to others. What that quality of energetic exchange is. And that is also a true activism to be conscious, present, and aware of how you are treating, speaking to others. How you're speaking about your experiences, about humanity. And ultimately, this is our guide for how we then desire to reflect and create the change we want to see. That gives us back the power to let our voice be heard, to be able to live by example, to live via our own truth, our own moral and ethical code, because no longer can we rely on the outward society, our parents, to tell us and show us the way. Because there is outdated, expired ways of navigating this integral part of our human and planetary experience. Now, the key to creating that change is available to you in the present moment. Being present is another one of those qualities of the divine feminine. In the present, change can happen. In the present, we can feel. In the present, we can show up differently. In the present, we can go within to heal ourselves, to care for ourselves, which ultimately reflects outward to bring the same to each other. So why wouldn't we do this? Right now, it's clear that there is a calling, that it is imperative 
that we access this divine feminine nature and show up for ourselves and each other in this way. But I know even for myself personally, while there were aspects of femininity that came naturally to me, like intuition, like bringing shadow to light, like speaking my truth, those were easy. However, when they weren't reflected back to me or when the feeling or the intuition became too much, I shut down. And furthermore, the other aspects of femininity or what I associated to the feminine based on what I observed from females in my life when I was younger, I created this whole story and meaning of what it meant to be feminine and I certainly didn't want to be that. I thought of that energy as being weak, disempowered, and untrustworthy. I also very much parented myself in that feminine way. And so I didn't really know what it felt like to be held and supported in that kind of energy. Yes, I was loved, absolutely, and cared for. However, it wasn't until in my late 20s, mid to late 20s, that I finally got comfortable with my own femininity and stopped rejecting that part of myself. I very much rejected that part of myself. And the first kind of breakthrough that I had was really powerful. And it was at a really low point that in a way kind of reflects the low point that we are in now. By no means am I trying to compare what I went through on a personal level with what is going on in terms of the racial discrimination that we are experiencing now. But you'll understand my correlation and I'm going to bring this example with us even further into the guided meditation and the episode to follow. So when I was living in New York, I found myself in one of those deep, dark nights of the soul. And this went on for, geez, a pretty long time. But I remember one night when I was just in the supreme depths of this feeling, feeling sad, feeling like I just needed to be held and nurtured and I didn't have anyone I could turn to. And I remember crying on my bed and in that moment, I created, or I thought I was the one creating it, this vision and feeling 
of a divine mother. What she looked like, what she felt like. And then she was, you know, stroking my hair and holding me in her lap and telling me that everything was going to be okay. And it was so incredibly powerful to have this being show up for me exactly in the way that I needed in that moment. And while it wasn't a physical manifestation, the energetic, the spiritual was just as, if not more, meaningful. And what was so interesting about that is that that woman, that motherly figure actually ended up being one of my guides that is still here with me today. We all have the ability to create that kind of figure or being, angel, whatever you want to refer to it as. And that representation shows you the power held in unconditional love no matter what you are experiencing. Because when I was in those deep feelings, there were so many different moving parts, but there was a lot of guilt and shame that I was experiencing that moment from past choices that I deemed, you know, bad choices in my life. And even amidst all these things that I could think of that had gotten me to where I was, this guide, this beautiful being showed up for me regardless, no matter what I had done. Like the epitome, again, of a divine mother. And that was an incredibly powerful teacher for me. It started to shift my energy. It allowed me to soften, to be into the idea of actually being cared for. And to move away from the judgment of myself, of what my past had held, the judgment even of from the outside in, and instead began the process of learning how to feel good from the inside out in an authentic way. And the divine feminine truly isn't something that can be seen but rather it is experienced and felt. It is a healing force beyond the physical world. And we, all of us, are manifestations of that. Yogic philosophy and texts so beautifully demonstrates this through the representation of Shiva and Shakti, right? Or in Chinese medicine, yin and yang. And it's this understanding that we are all embodiments of these masculine and feminine qualities. It's also represented in the 
yogic understanding of the Ida and Pingala, which are these energy channels that weave up our energetic spine, our Sashumna Nadi, that carries from the base of our spine up to the base of our skull, weaving through each of our seven main chakras. And along these currents of energy flow those distinct aspects or qualities of our masculine and feminine self. Now, the, the channel that begins on the left side is known as the Ida, and that is our femininity. That is the energy associated with the moon, with nurturing, with softness, with creativity, with intuition, with going within, with our inner feeling, our emotional body. Even the bringing of shadow to light, the uncovering, reflection, and receptivity, our ability to pause, to slow down, to go within. This is high wisdom. I know I was under the illusion that things could only get done when I was in my masculine. However, I know now through my own living proof that so much can be accomplished in a more balanced and harmonized way when tapping into my feminine nature. And that is the same within all of us. That is why for the past however many hundreds of years that we have been living in a society that is masculine energy dominated. And this is why the rise of feminine energy, feminine consciousness is here. It is being called upon because we have been dis very distinctly out of balance on our personal level and on our collective level. It's also the energy of speaking one's truth. And we can certainly say that that is here and can no longer be ignored. While we may associate the feminine with this slower, softer, nurturing energy, it is also a natural activism. Just like the power of love and can be hugely transformative. Authentic activism is empowering this feminine energy and letting that lead the way for change on our personal level and on our collective level. Showing up for ourselves and how we are feeling in that energy, in the knowing that we are experiencing feelings, we experience our thoughts, yet we are not just our feelings and our thoughts. We all have a higher self. We all have the ability and capacity to tap into this comfort, this support amidst whatever it is we are going through. It's not a bypass 
We're not saying check out. We're not saying just rise above and hang out there. We're saying no, deeply feel, but know that you have support in that process and that you can tap into that support in this way. So let's go there together. I'll meet you in the next episode for a guided meditation that will bring you into a deepened relationship with your own inner feelings and divine femininity. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Honor Your Aura podcast. If you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did, please leave a review and share with your friends because I want you to be the start of the ripple that allows others to honor and empower the energy that lies within.